0: for me
1: hey so welcome to another episode of the fellas five podcast welcome
0: okay, <laughs> 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 hey, hey, um, to another episode of the fellas five as Quan said i'm happy to have you join us um hopefully you found us on instagram or you've uh used our email or um, you've listened to us on Anchor. If they're if they're listening, they they found us. I,
2: mean, I think. Yeah,
3: if they're listening, they found us. It's like the only way they can listen to us right now.
0: You're right. right. So yeah. um, this is a special uh to... sentiment edition around the election 2020. Um, you know, we're gonna have some thoughts. Um, gonna we'll try and be as as bipartisan as possible. Um, but also give you the real and um
1: or nonpartisan. You know, here we go.
0: Or nonpartisan. There you go. Um, nonpartisan is probably better. You're right. You're right.
1: Um, no, we have having, having a party. Party of five so, right here.
0: Right. It. Um, oh. as, it, <laughs> as it stands, uh, depending on um, you know what, what, what uh, news source you're using, um, the election results are, are pretty tight. Um, Biden looks to have a, a lead um, and could potentially be leaning toward the presidency um, waiting for, um, Arizona and, uh, Nevada to come in, as well as perhaps, uh, Georgia and potentially Pennsylvania, if you can turn that around, um, and Trump's path, uh, to the presidency would have him basically winning out. I think he can afford to lose, uh, Nevada if he wins out the rest of the spots. Um, so, um, with that, it's been an interesting four years, particularly, uh, interesting, uh, time in the country since, um, you know, since since the pandemic in January and, and and going through shutdowns and things like that, um, you know, what what are some of you guys' thoughts, feelings, um, going through your mind as have we seen uh what's been going on the last few months? Um, maybe this week. Um, any any leading off thoughts and and, and ideas that can kind of get the conversation started.
3: Oh, he got something to say. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he got that like, formulated face like I'm, He's thinking. like, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, probably skipped school or just didn't grasp certain content, certain content regarding how the voting process works in this country. Um, We were all supposed to learn it in our civic classes, social studies, et cetera, et cetera. And and granted, it didn't make a lot of sense back then. Right. Um, In fairness. In fairness. I also think that that should at least give you like some – like a framework at least a little bit. But I think just don't – aren't like fully aware of like how voting works and slash or have only recently actually started really voting for real, for real. So Uh, they're like confused with like how things take longer, how we're not gonna have like a result, you know, eight minutes after polls close, or you know, like the fact that there's an electoral college and how that operates, like there's a popular vote that we all vote for as citizens, but then there's the electoral college, which is slightly different. And then the laws regarding that. And so yeah, I think there's a lot of uh um knowledge not acquired regarding that and then there's a lot of frustration because then people are like
2: why is it so confusing why is it just like this and like well that's kind of been like this for generations so hey kwan can you uh would you be willing to interested in or able to give like a quick Oh, oh
3: Give oh, a quick right. little you wanna allow you know, just, specific questions? Okay,
2: cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Just give us give a quick because you're right, because I think you're right. I think there's a lot of a lot of some nuanced pieces about voting and the voting process that everyone doesn't understand. And I don't I don't know if everyone realized how things kind of tie into each other and and determine bigger things. Would you be interested in kind of dropping a little bit of a of knowledge around some of this and you know an abridged version but you know like the the, the cheat sheet version so folks can kind of take something away from this
1: Ooh, i'm the knowledge man
2: all right so if i mean or anybody i mean if if you i mean uh, facts, folks back them up this is, you know, you know, like...
1: so so i was just re- recently listening to a podcast a little while ago and they went over the birth of the electoral college so i'll talk about that quickly um so basically when we were founding the government uh, way back when, and they were trying to figure out, like, how will we vote for the president? Um, the the, the powers that be, if you will. Um, we're like, there's no way we can put this in the hands of, like, every citizen because the country's too spread out. How would they know about what's going on, on the federal level versus, like, the state level? So the state level, citizens can pick, and they can have that choice. But for the federal level, we need to have, like, individuals that kind of know what's going on, that represent the individuals on the state level, um, but they're the ones, these electors will pick the um, the the president of the United States. Um, and so the Electoral College was born. Now here's where it gets really kind of uh, systemic inequality-esque, is that their belief was that these individuals, um, were white males and that were of a certain level of like educational, you know, uh, elite, if you will. So um, therein lies like the fundamental problem. Back then, um, women weren't allowed to vote. Black people weren't allowed to vote. So that cancels out like a minimum three, three quarters of your
2: population. Um, Young people, young people as well. I mean, if we're kind of, kind of looking at, yeah, so, right.
1: So it's like a very small, demographic of the population actually has the ability to, uh, to work. So um, so essentially what happens is that for the president of the United States or for that particular election, um, each state is divvied up a certain amount of electoral college votes. And these are individuals that represent the entire state that then vote Um, and the way they've done it for most states they have a winner-take-all approach so in the event that um, the electors vote um, they will go with whomever you know has the most votes for a particular candidate so if a state has like let's say five electoral college votes if three of them vote one direction the two votes don't get counted towards the other person just those five votes now will all go towards um, the one candidate. So um, that has been a point of contention for a number of years. And there have been several instances where we've, uh, as a, as an entire country, have said, this doesn't work. Um, we need to fix it, but it's never gotten fixed. Um, and then the last time we tried to fix it is actually the um, Southern segregationists who decided that, no, we need to keep things as is. And they stalled um, the opportunity for us to make that change to our um, government structure. So, um, yeah,
3: that's a quick. Well, easy. Go and a little bit more about because again, yeah, okay, you explained the electoral college, right? Okay, right, right, and you explained that they decide, um, you know, they pretty much decide for things at the federal level. But right. okay, so you know, everybody's seeing these numbers on like CNN and you know all the other media outlets um and people are just like well like a lot of stuff i'm seeing on like social media and stuff like that is like well why is biden's number moving and and not trump's like explain (laughs) that part again as far as like the votes um like the amount of electoral votes and all that other type stuff
1: gotcha gotcha so you have for instance um your your people that vote in person right And so this year was very um very unique in the fact that this year we had close to 70% of the eligible population that could vote actually turned out to vote. Typically, we've had like 34 to 44, I think. Uh, Obama, um, his first term, I think, we only had like 44% of the population that voted. Um, And so I think last year, we had like a little bit more than that, but this year we like exceeded by like 20%. Um, So, I mean, that's that's crazy that we had that many people vote. So, essentially, you have people that go, they up to go vote, and then you had individuals that uh, could get an absentee ballot um, or they could do a mail-in vote. And because of the pandemic, a lot of individuals that did a mail-in weren't super comfortable and uncertain about what the circumstances of voting in person were going to be like. And so, um, what has happened, and this varies by state because the states get to define how they're going to process their votes. Um, in a place like Pennsylvania, for example, they don't count their mail-in votes until the day of the election. And so, Mary and I were talking earlier, um, largely that's because, if you think about it, if it were to leak that, let's say, we did our mail-in votes and we started tabulating those a week in advance of election day, that information gets out, that could then you know, kind of tip off to a candidate yo we need to really you know get you know our word out get mobilize our troops in this area because it looks like the vote's leaning in this direction um so that's why they don't do it until the day of then that way um every you know it's a level playing field now it's it takes a long time you're talking about we had you know if we're talking about 70 percent of the population of the united states eligible to vote voted you know we're talking about like you know, I think we're we're surpassed hundred million people that have voted. Like that takes time. Like if everybody's voting on the same day, like you got people that came in to vote, then people who have already mailed their stuff in. And if they don't start until the same day in a lot of places, I mean that just that takes a lot of manpower. Even if you're like scanning these things in and everybody's ballots are different, like all that processing, you know, takes time. And so um Hell, I was I was just glad that I was able to fill mine out, drop it off, and got an email back that said, like, we did receive your ballot, your ballot will be counted. I was like, whew, whew, done. Um, but for some people, you know, if it's their first time or if it's their second time or whatever, like it's it may be a little unnerving and frustrating um to kind of see how that process works. But it a lot of these things happen for a reason. Every state is different. So for instance, I was I found this out today. The way Maine votes is um they split their electoral college votes so if you you know i think has like three electoral college votes so two go in one direction the other will go in the other direction and then they're done that's how they do it um some people will start counting mail-in ballots early um some don't some count day of some are accepting their mail-in ballots As long as they are postmarked by the um, election day up to several days later, because in the event that they put theirs in the mail, but the mail is slow, they want to make sure those ballots get counted. Um, And so these things will take time. Um, And then you got, you know, um, you know, not runoffs, um, recounts that, you know, people want to do if it's they have it in certain states where. If it meets a certain criteria, like if it's within one percent difference, there's an automatic recount. If it's within point 0.1% difference, there's an automatic recount. If it's within two thousand votes difference, there's an automatic recount. So all these things, you know, take time. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, it's not even until December when the electors of the Electoral College actually place their votes. And There has been, I know, legislation that's changed to say electoral electors can no longer vote separate from their constituents, whereas before they could just vote however they wanted to vote. If all their constituents voted, you know, for, you know, the chocolate M&Ms, just the plain chocolate M&Ms, they could go vote and say, well, I like peanut M&Ms. Um, and just that creates a whole another level of just uh, uncertainty and um, lack of trust in the system. So I think recently they've actually introduced legislation to change that to say you got to vote what your constituents vote. Which on a certain level eliminates the need to have them at all, um, because we already do have elected officials in office. For one, and two, a lot of these electors aren't always elected. They are. They could be um, appointed by individuals in local government. So that could be like, you know, if if I'm a, a governor, Kev, I can make I can make everybody in here right now my, you know, one of my electors. And so then, you know, how does that Really play out and and make um make fair or parity in terms of how that process is done. So, um yeah, there's a there's a lot of little nuance uh, and details to how that all works out. But uh, at the end of the day, again, I don't know if everybody is aware of all of that stuff. And I can't say you know comfortably that I was up until you know last election and maybe eight years before that. So I was like. I kind of get this more and more. So the golden number to hit is 270. That's the majority of the votes that you need in order to secure um, the presidency. And right now that's like a prediction um, of based off of people voting, um, what the electors are likely to do. Um, but time has proven, history has proven that the electors don't haven't always gone in that direction. So hopefully that changes. Um, and that can be more accurate and be more representative of the people's wishes and their desires moving forward. So I know it's supposed to be abridged, but there was so much content. That's <laughs> it's been,
0: thorough. It's uh, one 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 update is that Maine Maine has four um, electoral votes and they vote by congressional district. So um they have like a Maine at large, then there's like mm-hmm. a Maine one and a Maine two, um, and you know the, they can be split um, among those kind of sections but yeah otherwise um, super thorough i love it um any any follow up comments to to what quan described about the the elect- electorate and um kind of how that gets divvied up and
3: oh he kind of got what i was i guess i wanted him to get out was that magic number of 270 um you know different states are allotted a different amount of electoral votes um and you know you don't Like, that number doesn't move unless you are projected to win that state. Um, And like I said, I see a lot of comments on social media where they're just like, oh, well, why has his moved and and his hasn't? Like, there are states that Trump has that he is projected to win, but not enough of the vote has been counted to then project him as the actual winner and him get the actual electoral votes. Mm -hmm. So, like, there are votes that, like, there are still, well, I think Georgia is predicted to be his at the current moment um there's what other states i mean pa is elected uh is is, pro- is projected to be his as well um but yeah, i mean that stuff is changing with the amount of uh mail-in votes and yeah. you know for me like i expected this like i expected this with the uptick of uh mail-in ballots and you got people manually counting these things and we're mm-hmm. talking about millions of like yeah that's gonna take time like that's not that's not something that's going to happen overnight i i had no expectation of knowing who the president was honestly to like the end of the week like i didn't and then mm-hmm. with with all these recounts possibly being sprawled up we may not actually have a definite answer until next week yeah honestly and i kind of had an expectation for that so like i'm not a uh, yeah i'm not surprised or like shocked by anything that's going on right now i kind of expected it
0: yeah, and Def- and definitely an election, and <laughs> definitely elect- an election un- unlike any that we've really experienced. I guess, you know, the similar one was in 2000, but we, most of us were too young to vote in that one, um, yeah. except for yeah. Warren. That's um I'll be in give. <laughs>
3: sure. I, I'm not going to go into that one. Sure. Thank you. See, I knew somebody.
0: <laughs> Both. guys. <laughs> but Warren before we before we jumped on recording Warren said he had an interesting topic to uh to 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 discuss and I'm I'm I'm, I'm itching into uh is that what you say you're itching you're you're you you're, I'm excited to talk about it.
2: You you could yeah I think there're different iterations of what the the what what the saying is but I think the spirit is you want to hear. It. So uh <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so so I'm thinking about this um this group, this, this group of people that get together, um, like fairly regularly. And this, it's not us just for the listeners. It's not us. Um, but there's this group of about, um, like maybe it's 12 people or so. And Illuminati, you mean it's, (laughs) and it's, (laughs) that's funny. And it's in the, um, these all of these people work together. So it's like a, a committee that kind of serve on this board for uh social justice and kind of like um you know, working with the community and just kind of like working to kind of think of uh, initiatives to kind of help uh help the community better itself and further itself. And I happen to sit in these some of these meetings from time to time. And um what's interesting or what I've what I've noticed is when people speak in this meeting. Uh, and I'm sorry, and I guess more information, most of these people uh, are in Pennsylvania. Um, so when people are speaking in this meeting, I think there's a lot of, a lot of talk about like, like things and how things are and, you know, and how not to offend people and not how to say, not say certain things, certain ways, because they don't want to upset somebody. And or it's upset a certain group of people, and I keep listening to this. Like when, I was in, from, uh, in terms of giving out messages to larger groups, or this group that they need to uh, to address regularly. And what's interesting to me is that I have this belief that people that like some of the the, the lead presiders of this group have this belief that everyone is voting the same, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like there is this, like, and even kind of, you know, extrapolating from that a bit, I feel like there is this belief that people are voting the same as people believe they are. Um, and an example of that is I have this belief that a lot of Black, I, and I'll say Philadelphians because I, I, I think obviously I'm more, I'm closer connected to Black Philadelphians specifically. Believe that there is uh, a, de- a belief that it's a democratic, uh, a democratic vote. And I saw this, um I was a friend of mine told me this about this video that they saw where there were some. Um, older black women like church going women, church church folk and they were kind of saying something like and it was something along the lines of if you, if you like how could you not vote for Trump yeah. and I think about that because the Republican Party is historically traditional right. right and and if we're looking at it, it's kind of like traditional versus um I can't remember the like the other side of, it, what, I, of what I was thinking but thank you progressive? thank you I'm progressivist so oh. traditional versus progressive um and the bible i think a lot of church folk are bible folk and there's a whole lot of tradition that i think kind of exists in the bible and i think there are a lot of people that may side with some of the traditional values that have come before so when you look at at things like um, same sex marriage that's not seen as a traditional thing that's supported when you look at um, um abortion um right to choose abortions so so it's interesting when I kind of think about how people just believe because of x like their skin color their financial you know their financial status what these whatever these things are that people assume that. You are voting yeah. this way. Yeah. Right. They're they're for a certain party. And they just kind of behave that way, right? So that's like saying, Oh, so it's five black guys on this call, these are five Democrats. Five people are gonna vote Democratic. That may not be true. And I think that's interesting because that could be a thing where it's like, I you mean you're not like I thought just because dot dot dot. So I find that interesting. I'm just you know, it's something that I thought about in this collective that I you know, on that meeting that I said, and I'm thinking, huh. I wonder if I were to say something like, So I know that three of us in this room are are voting Republican. What does that mean, and how does that change like the feeling and the energy in this meeting and 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 like what would it do like how would people's whole understanding of things shift so yeah, that's sorry for the long winded lead in, but that's you know something that kind of came up for me I yeah, think. Yeah. About that.
4: Actually, um, you know, you guys know I don't get too political, but I can actually add some value uh, to this conversation in terms of that. Oh, man. You guys clearly. Um, and I will start by saying that, you know, you guys know I grew up in church and my parents still go to the same church I grew up in. I'm not saying the name of the church, obviously, but there's a lot of um, Trump supporters there uh, because, as Warren mentioned, a lot of uh, our Christians um, believe that Even though you can have somebody that doesn't represent the faith um, of what it means to be a Christian, they still stand on the, you know, homosexuality, abortion. They stand on that, and they choose to vote to vote for those causes, even though they may disagree with every other action that the president is or you know does or whatever. So um, you 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 hit the nail on the head. There's probably a, a good number of people that you, I know you might think that because of color of the skin. Are going to go one way because of let's say it out of somebody's mouth on a constant basis that's divisive or you know not really christian-like or racist or whatever you want to say however um you know they still put the fact that you know abortion and homosexuality that 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 trumps not to say trump <laughs> no pun intended but that that trumps everything else that you know um might be done by the president um so you're, you're totally right you know I, I can speak like my father is um uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, votes on the other side, and uh, there's, there's there's been a lot of strained relationships uh, based off of different positions of who they're voting for for different reasons, and you know, that it's, mm. it's ripping, uh, really ripping apart uh, a lot of uh, relationships like 30, 30 years. You know, if somebody's been tight for 30 years, and that you know, because one person feels a certain way, they judge that person or vice versa uh, for their their vote, uh, which is really unfortunate. But you know, I just just wanted to throw that out there. So that's my. It's my take and my two cents for this worth.
0: It, uh, I'll, I'll comment on that real quick and, and give it. But I was gonna say a different direction, but it's probably similar. Um, you know, if you look back over over time, the the the, the party affiliation and what the parties are represented as has has changed a bit through time. So if you think back to uh, Martin Luther King and those guys, like Martin Luther King was a Republican, mm-hmm. and um and kind of in line with what Chris was talking about. Um. And 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 back then that was more of the pro black party, I guess, um as far as like getting rights and um it was more toward a I won't say it was more toward segregation. But anyway, I'll just say that, you know, the facts are that um King King was Republican and, and it's interesting to see um the changes and, and how some of those, as you say, traditional Republican values that you identify maybe as the religion, um and more conservative views. Um, that's still there, I think, for core Republican voters, or some core Republican voters. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic to see. You know, the ones who who to me, I think you can identify Republicans by those folks who have the conservative values traditionally. Um, they may be pro-Second Amendment, um, which is the the right to, to bear your arms, um, and then have guns and free speech and whatnot, um, and, you know, it's just interesting to see where people kind of align in that um, spectrum, but I know DZ wanted to jump in, so go ahead, Q. Oh,
1: I was going to say a couple of things. One, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny you mentioned that one, because that was the whole thing with uh, uh, one of the candidates in charlemagne, the god um it's actually Biden, I think he went on there and said, like you know if, if you if you vote Trump like you're not even black, and people got really offended by that, and you know um got upset um, which is a different conversation altogether but um it, yeah there 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 usually is this idea or this notion that like um if you are uh, if you believe in certain things, then that that then you identify with a particular party. The the biggest problem though, and there are a couple of them, is is one, as a nation, we're more moderate than anything else. So, like we on certain topics, we might lean one way or the other, but how we identify largely across the board isn't holistically one side or the other. So, like you have people that would maybe identify that vote Republican but don't identify with these 10 things that all Republicans identify with. They might identify with, like, four of them, but those four things they believe very strongly in. Um, And the same thing for the Democratic side. Um, But part of, I think, the issue we're coming into now as a society is that, like, this two-party system doesn't really capture the, the major swath of the American consciousness anymore. Like, it's at one point, maybe it did, but it certainly doesn't anymore. There's too many people that feel strongly about things that are on both sides of the issue. And the further we get into these extremes of these parties, the less the actual voice of the people is being heard. So that's one thing. Two, correct me if I'm wrong, I could have swore we were government, where we separated church and state. So it's always strange to me when people side or talk about a particular thing that is very like a religious standpoint
0: Make a are we though, it. when you think about the, 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 uh, what, what did you just call it? The, um, you used to say it every morning in school. Um, pledge
4: allegiance.
0: Pledge allegiance yeah. to the flag. One nation under God.
1: True, true, true. But there's and a thing, all, you know, that, all been
0: created equal. Uh, both of those things are, are godly terms that encompass, true. um,
1: true. But, but, core ideals. Say that, like, you, 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 in order to be an American, you have to be a Christian. It doesn't say it anywhere. It just says at the people who wrote this, we identify with Christianity. And so we recognize that, you know, by the grace of a higher power, we're able to be here. But I mean, if if that were the case, then we wouldn't have all these this we wouldn't have this rich tapestry of diversity that we have in this country if if we were that like strict about it, which we're not. So like when people get so up and arms, like, oh you know, abortion and you know, this and this, and I'm like. But no, because that that can't even be the case. Like because you because then how would you celebrate Halloween then? How would you celebrate any of these other customs or cultures that come from other places that don't have a Christian, you know, a, a direct Christian thing? Like right? not to
0: derail, right, or sidetrack, yeah. but you could argue that there is no until recently we didn't give days off for those other Hello? things, right? Like Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur just getting national notice, uh, Kwanzaa, um, the id feast for Ramadan, all that stuff. Mm. Most people don't even know about those holidays. Um, so, uh, I, I would argue that, you know, we assume everyone's gonna come here and celebrate Christmas and, um, the, the Halloween's, the Valentine's days are, uh, retail holidays in some, in some extent, um. But I, mm-hmm. I I think the 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 and I don't know if it's written anywhere, but I think the core assumption of of the 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 people who govern or the leadership class, whatever you want to call them, in in the in the states, mm-hmm. are that people will come here and assimilate into Christianity. I think that is uh, unwritten, uh, unwritten kind of rule or assumption. Uh, but
1: I suppose I mean I I guess to a certain extent to be. Let's see. I don't know because to say that you know you're all American, like I mean, let's say what are some aspects of like what it means to truly be an American? Like you serve your country. Great question. So I mean, if the, then are then are you saying in order to be in the military, you got to be a Christian? No, that's clearly not the case. There's people of so many different faiths that still you know put on the the stars and stripes and go fight for the country.
0: But so, also think about the so. In the military, and um, I I mean, and what we shouldn't do, but I know it's it's done a lot, people Mm equate sports or or football, especially to war, right? We used to go on the football field, you say to our father before you get on the field every game, right?
1: Okay.
0: When you're in the military, same prayer. So, like, while you may not force everyone to be Christian, you still have them participate in those customs. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, I, I think. It, it's 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 yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a a rule that you have to convert, but the assumption is that you do participate in these values.
1: Right, but but would you say that those are Republican things
0: that we're doing? Those are core American things.
1: Right, so so then that that's the weird part. So it's like for for one political party to say like this we have to do it like this is like, but then we don't because there's clearly options to do other things. You but if you,
0: those if, you, if you think about some of the rhetoric rhetoric can be a dangerous word some of the messages mm-hmm. you hear um from the Republican party are those kind of core these we are the core American party like we are we're fighting to make America great again and back to those to those values that we hold very near and dear to our heart and they feel but, that we are growing too far away from that. I'll, I'll say that and then segue to another thing before we go too far because that, that was another piece that we talked about um with the party system and mm-hmm. doesn't represent everyone. Um within both parties you have um diversion, right? So like there's there's core um candidates or core ideals, right? So Biden is more of an old school true blue democrat. Then you have the squad with um AOC and those uh ladies that and also Bernie Sanders, um, that represent the more progressive and the liberal, and they would call it the 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 radical left of Democrats. That at some point I believe there will be a split, like there'll be a breaking off, because you know that group of of Democrats were not very happy with the selection of, of 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 Biden as the candidate. Mm-hmm. And you would go back if you think in 2016, 2015, as Trump was running, those core call them John McCain Republicans, were very upset with the platform that Trump ran on. So, like, I—within the two parties, there's almost two more parties. So, um, yeah. it'll be very interesting to see um, what happens in 2024 because, you know, unfortunately, you have Biden. Biden's going to be over 80 years old. Um, do the Republicans run again with a Trump kind of nominee, or do they go back to more of the classic McCain— um, you know, those type of Republicans and what do the Democrats do? Cause they're going to be in a unique, spe- unique space where they're, you know, they're coming off the incumbent lead mm-hmm. and may- everybody else in the party wants to go in a whole different direction. Um, so, you know, just wanted to say that on, 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 on that piece.
4: Yeah. Just at one point. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was going to say like, not, not, not to get political, but I think, I think the Republicans, um, and I'll speak. I think they want things to go back to being more civil and just normal. I think that's that's what the, the, the country, I mean, I'm going to say the country because there's a lot of people that support the president. Um, but I think that the country needs somebody that needs to go back to some type of normalcy. Um, and I always say this like, you know, when Obama wore a tan suit, um, his suit,
0: ex- right?
4: Or, and, you know, and, and obviously. Yeah, traditions and traditions. He was sharp at 10, too. He, he was, was sharp, sharp, but traditions <laughs> are out the window. Traditions are gone. Now. Every 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 tradition that we ever had is just gone, and it's been, <laughs> I mean, it's literally been put in the blender, and, you know, it's gone. Um, So I, I think that um, Republicans probably just want some normalcy, man, um, and probably say I think the Democrats as well. Just, there's just some normalcy again in, 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 you know, in politics, bro. It's just my opinion on that. Uh, we have been right. kind of quiet, bro. Well, you were up there, but yours has been kind of quiet. Right, I, I got Mario. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot this
1: to him right after I'm done. Um, I think the one thing that that's interesting about, like what you were saying, Kev, um, with the Republicans and how they feel about certain things, the beauty of that is, like, that's their First Amendment right to feel that way. Sure, that's their freedom of speech. You can identify and be however you want to be. That still doesn't make it, like, the rule of the land. Like, sure, if you want to identify as, you know... Christianity and all that kind of stuff, and that's that's all well and fine, but that doesn't mean that everyone else has to, because you're just part of this bigger pot that we're all in, like you know. And it's and even within like Republican Party, you have these weird different factions of like evangelical evangelicals and then pro life, and then just but it's it's all like a weird thing. But on a certain level, I'm like, are these things really like policy things, or are these just like beliefs that you want to make into policy? Because on a certain level, we are in this mindset of like we need to imprint what we believe on the rest of the world. Like that becomes a very dangerous thing too, because that ends up with us being in other people's countries, you know, screwing over their customs, their traditions, because we're saying, like, you know, that that's like that's like American imperialism. Like we got figure it figured out. We know what we're doing, like
0: we best destiny.
1: And that that creates all sorts of tensions in the globe, which you know, creates a whole nother thing. But um with all that saying, Mario, what are your thoughts on anything that's been said so far? Um Peace and blessings.
3: Bro, poli- politics ain't my thing. <laughs>
1: politics,
3: <laughs> democracy. Why not? All
1: of Why not? Why aren't politics stuff? your thing?
3: I'm just not as well versed. So I can't speak to it as much, honestly. So, that's what I got you guys for. You can You can educate and enlighten me and I can sit here and listen. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> are they, Are there things that you
0: I'm, I'm that really you true. had questions on that you would want to um get perspective or our perspective on? Not to say we have all the answers, but no, not really. Got it. Um, and Warren, you were you were kind of quiet too besides that question. What What were some of your thoughts?
2: So honestly, similarly to Mario, I I don't really get down with um politics too. Uh, but I, but I, I see, and I, my belief is so. This has always been my thing. I have, I mean, I have the stuff to do that I need to do. So I kind of I'm I'm in a lot of ways task oriented in in a in how I operate. So I have stuff that I'm going to need to worry about. So as an example, um, I rem- like I've gotten a lot of questions over the past few months. You know. But how are you? But really, how are you doing in this? And I'm like, I mean, I'm good. I mean, I have to be good. I've got and this is kind of like the like this line that I have that I keep saying to myself in regards to when I hear that question, if I stopped for every reason that people thought I should stop, I would never move. You know, what I mean, like I, I, I like if if I always the reasons like something like watching the news, you know, kind of the division between you know, people for skin color, for gender, for orientation, for different things. Like if I kind of stopped and like let all of that really just kind of wash over me and just carry all of it. I don't know that I'd be able to do anything because I feel stuff. Right. Like I'm 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 emotive like that, like I'm I'm empathetic like that. Um, So for me, I, I try not to focus on the stuff that. Like that main thing, but I'm I'm more concerned with the fallout. Right. So there's a lot of conversation around what's going to happen after this um, after things kind of you know votes are counted and and there's a thing there's a, a winner that is announced um there is thought that it's going to be a situation either way yeah. um and if and honestly if if one is to look at it like that this is, you know obviously this is a broad stroke but if one is to look at it like that like what do we do Like what do we stay in the house and never leave? Do we like what how do how do you defend against this possible, you know, explosion, this emotional, you know, feeling explosion that's going to come anyway? For me, I'm just like I just, you know, grab an umbrella, you know, put on a poncho, you know, I just do what I need to do and just kinda go out and and weather the storm as best I can. So all that to say, like I I don't focus and I don't try to dig too deeply into it because I can do what I can do, and yes, there's the whole every voice, every vote matters, every voice counts, and I and I hear that and acknowledge that, and I think that's I'm trying to make sure other voices are supported. My man, well, thank you. Uh, uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Kwan, Kwan, uh-huh. I, I think everybody with Kwan liked it. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Kwan? Look, I saw, I see things.
4: I mean,
1: I you know, you, more you have a way of saying a lot of things, and like. Saying a lot of words i should say and then he's like one thing so i'll just be trying to figure yeah. out what, what are you talking about sometimes I do <laughs> I, 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 totally. kind of and then people are like are you okay and i'm like what the fuck is he talking about but i think i i think i get and I it try to, point.
2: and i try to tie it in at the end with the all that to say like you hear me say all that to say a lot because oh, man, i realize I like let me give you some little detail things but then get back
0: to what you asked me no. I mean, if we didn't it's like to talk, we wouldn't have a good podcast.
2: <laughs> It'd
0: be like 20 minutes long. No.
1: I mean, like, what's the point he's trying to make? But oh, God. so
2: so uh, so I guess to that. So cute to that. So did I? So did 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 I not cover? Did I not answer your question? Did I not get to where you wanted me to go with? What my response?
1: No one asked you a question, Warren. We just said you were quiet, and you started going off on some some other shit. Like I I'm not. I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying, like, no one asked It feel like there was a question. There was no question, Warren.
0: I think you said, quiet. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. A, that's a yeah, question.
0: that's a question. not a question.
1: No, man, That's it's a, a question. question. Yeah, like, that's a question. It's not a targeted question about, like, a specific topic. It's like, Warren, what are you thinking right now? No,
4: like, going in- dude, dude. Because we asked we asked Rio what his what his point what his thoughts were. And Rio was like, like, I don't do politics. We asked Warren his opinion. Warren's like, I'm in the same boat. I don't do politics. I try to focus on the main thing because I get sucked in and I I get stuck in this Dude, other thing oh, I try oh, man. to to move Thanks, Chris. So, yeah. yeah. Hey,
1: so, hey man. Hey. man. Chris had, man. had my back. <laughs> one sentence. Warren had an essay. Chris had one sentence. Like that's all I'm saying. A lot of fluff.
2: He's <laughs> okay. oh, <okay>. verbose. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so so verbose. You right. as a matter
0: of fact, um, you know what? You know what everybody? Nah, fine. Y'all Yo, get two one more answers. What's your thoughts? None. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, let let me ask you guys this, right? Um, and Sorry. you know the the race hasn't been called. Um, it, it is still close. It. it still could go either way. Um, we've seen. Uh, you probably have friends, maybe family, um, who voted differently than you have. Um, as Quan was saying, this is the 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 largest voter turnout in history. Um, I think Biden was the first president to break 70 million, and Trump was not too far behind, maybe two and a half three million behind in the popular vote. Um, what do you guys think about can we mend the division in the country right now? Um, can we can we get back to a place where people care? Um I saw a question, not even a question, it was a statement um from a, a Trump supporter earlier and I wanted to get some feedback, because I, I really want to know how she was feeling this this uh young lady went to fill you with us. Um and um, you know, she had said I haven't been this afraid, it's a Facebook post, I haven't been this afraid since the day after nine eleven. And I was really interested in like digging into that and understanding, um, not in this, from a place of like, I want to attack you because that's a crazy statement, but just like, what about this? And this, I did, she I wrote this uh, comment shortly after I think Biden won Michigan. And, um, I just wanted to know where that was coming from. So like, and you know, I think if those, you know, there's those kind of fears on one side, which I didn't get a chance to identify what it was, but obviously there's that kind of sentiment. And then obviously, You know, speaking for myself, but probably for other, you know, people of color, um, you know, there's real concern that, um, you know, perhaps white supremacists, not saying Trump supporters or Republicans are white supremacists, but they exist within that subgroup, um, Mm -hmm. could revolt if things go the wrong way. Um, You know, there was talk, I don't think this is really going to happen, there's talk of a civil war, there's all those kind of things. How do you is there Is there a way to heal the nation and and funny to bring up nine eleven post nine eleven that was the last time I truly remember the nation being united. maybe the first Obama term where it was like I think he won a large majority of votes and and uh, electoral votes and people really got behind the idea of of change but mm-hmm. is there a way back to that, or are we always going to be kind of a divided country maria, you go first
3: I mean, I don't think so. Like I don't. You know, we've talked over here so many times about like the system itself and and how, you know, it was designed and built not for people like us.
0: So mm-hmm. like
3: I don't I don't think that with a change regime, you know, with politicians and stuff like that that they're gonna be able to break the divide like i don't think so because at the end of the day they're just going to play their role in the system that currently exists like i don't think i don't think any of them have the notion granted i could be obviously wrong this is 100 percent opinion. this is 100 percent my opinion but i don't think any of them um have the notion of like again the tearing down the system i don't think any of them do so no i don't like i don't think so like I think they will just try to operate the best of their ability in the system that is currently in place, which again is not for people of color in any way, shape, or fashion. So no, like I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it changing. Like you may see, like I think there'll be bright spots here and there. Definitely, I definitely think so. And and those things are great, and those things are awesome. But um, you know, from a collective, like as a collective, no, I don't think so. Like I don't like we'll have mo- like. Maybe a moment, like, again, nine eleven was a moment where, like, the country kind of, like, came in solidarity. But, you know, obviously, once that passed, we went right back into the same, like, the same stuff. So, yeah, I, I think that stuff, can it, like, it, it does exist and, and it can, but, like, in general, the country being, like, united, like, for an extended period of time, no, not at all. I'm gonna
1: hop in here real quick. Um so I I believe that as Americans, sometimes we're we're full of a lot of bluster, right? A lot of uh a lot of bravado and, and we say a lot of things and we, we get really passionate, um, which is very much probably an American characteristic. Um but what I will say is that this this pandemic has been a multiplier because it's it's taken away a lot of our like um distractions right a lot of our you know i like to call it soma are uh, things that we get we can like pour ourselves into to like keep us distracted from shit Like we don't have that anymore right now so like we're being forced to like really recognize and deal with a lot of the fucked up things that are going on in this country and it's making everybody uncomfortable and everybody's on edge and everybody's tense because they're like I do not want to think about this shit today. Now I got to think about it constantly because I have nowhere else to go and I'm here. Now I'm like, I got to deal with you, your problems, and you're upset, and I can't like escape. And I think we get past it because we find something else to like focus on. Um, I don't think this country has ever been healed. Like it's never been like we've all been one together, but we've figured out ways to get past it, whether it's a, a Super Bowl. Or if, you know, unfortunately it was like September 11th brought us all together because holy shit, like America was attacked and we're all Americans. Like didn't matter what what party you were, didn't matter what religion you were, didn't matter if you were pro-life or pro-choice, like we're all Americans and we as Americans got attacked. So now we're trying to find out who did this to us. So I think at, at some point we, we do that. And I think this pandemic um, is coalescing us in a certain fashion of like, numbers are going up everywhere it's going up in the cities It's going up in the rural areas it's going up in the suburbs It's going up amongst educated non-educated you know doesn't matter if like everyone's being impacted by this not just in america but across the world so you know if we're able to get to a point where we're able to manage this better and knock on wood we have a vaccine and people are able to get better and this is no longer a thing that's going to be what brings us together that we can get past this and then we able to go back outside our punishment and we can go back and live our lives have our our normal back, then we're gonna go right back to being like, oh well, somebody figured it out and everything's okay and like you know now I got my sports back and I can go do things I wanted to do and you know all right, like i I get you know we were protesting and you know you have a right to be upset and you know it, it's fine like i I'm gonna go in my corner and I'm gonna do this and I don't have to be bothered with you anymore because you know, I'm not forced to have to deal with these things anymore. I can escape into something else. But I've also recognized and seen oftentimes where people get so upset about something, but then when they're confronted, then they just kind of immediately retreat and back off. like which is weird to me. like I've seen a lot of people that are like very much anti-mask. I'll be at a job. they'll be very like, uh, I wanna wear a mask. But you say, well, that's our policy. like you got to. Then they come back with a tailwind to their life And they're like, you know, I won't give anybody a hard time. Like, i just, you know, I'm just frustrated. It's a lot going on. And I just, you know, this is a lot. And I get it. I'm in the same boat. Like, you know, we, and in that moment, we're bridging that, that divide, that gap. They're still going to go home and feel however they want to feel. They're still going to vote however they want to vote. They're still not going to agree with it. But they come to an understanding. We come to a mutual understanding of like, this is how things are, at least while you're here for this moment in time and let's figure out how we can like get through that. You know, I work with you, you work with me. That's the American way of like how we figure those things. out. um but I mean, I I don't think we we'll ever ever be at a point where like we're all on board. We all sing Kumbaya and like, you know, we all get it because we, that's why we have all these distractions back so we don't have to that we can escape to our our silos of isolation and live our best lives and do what the fuck we're going to do in private. Like, you know, whatever. Should that be the case? (sighs) Maybe not, but is the alternative we have a more perfect union? I don't think that happens. I think the more we focus on these issues, there's a lot of issues that are fucked up in this country and we're realizing it now. That's going to take a lot, a lot to fix. And that's going to be a lot more frustration, a lot more um, tension and stress before it gets anywhere to like, being kumbaya and everybody's great.
0: Doctor Young or, or Chris?
4: I'll 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 go. On. I'm I'm less long winded than Warren. Uh, <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> <laughs> so love you too, bro. Um, so, uh, first of all, good question, Kevin. Um, second of all, I think that we can heal um, that was the question you asked we can heal with the right with the correct leadership if you have a leader that is empathetic um that can kind of bridge the gap and have both sides hear each other we can heal as a country but we always agree no um we're still going to have clashes obviously but i think that we can heal as a country and get back to some type of um uh, civility if that's a word um you know start being civil again Uh, We may not always agree, but just being civil, for heaven's sakes, being decent, I think we can get back there with the the correct leadership. I mean, you you see companies that, I mean, obviously running a country is one thing, but you see like, you know, billion dollar companies that are about to go under and they bring in the the right leader that can kind of bring that that can turn that ship around. Um, So I think with the right leader, yes, I think we can get back to where we where we were as America, you know maybe in 2008 or whatever, back when things were kind of normal, we didn't have somebody tweeting (laughs) hate messages at anyone. So again, not being political, but that's just a fact. So um, that is my my answer to that question. Um, And I know while while I mentioned about uh, getting back to normal, you know, I don't see there being, this is our normal, bro. like the mask are the normal. Share this, me and Kim, uh, looking, we're, we're in the market for a new car. And we walked into a dealership. And there was a guy walking around maskless. And that was the weirdest thing to me. I was like, this dude don't got no mask on. I can see his face. It's like he had no pants. On. <laughs> that's literally how I felt. I felt like he had no pants on because I could see his face, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 then it's it's scary to think that I felt that way because I saw his face. Like this, that's that's not normal now. You see somebody's face like, yo, like what's 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 wrong like guess So anyway, um, this is the new normal bro, mask, you know, not being able to see somebody's face. Um, that is our new normal um, for the years to come, and, you know, it's, it, it, it really is what it is. But I was just really just mind boggled that, you know, seeing his face freaked me out because it, that I'm not used to seeing that. So, that's all I got. I'm done.
0: No doubt. Uh,
2: yeah, I'll, go with, I'll go with a short one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, you said some—I said some. I guess a few people have said it, but, you know, kind of let's look at— um, the idea of going back to where we were maybe x amount of years ago but was that even good right so i guess i was thinking about like a, an analogy so it's like you have um a bad knee and then you sprain your ankle and you can't do much and then your ankle gets better but you still got a bad knee so right so you still can't you know run as fast you still can't jump as fast so i guess that that begs the question of I guess better is better, right? Is it good? That's debatable. Is it something that folks want? That's debatable. Um, So I guess looking at healing, I don't know if – I think when – I feel like when we're talking about healing, we're talking about getting to a place that is not specifically where we are now um, because I don't know that things were ever good Right. When I when I hear healing, I think about this idea that there was a sense of of wholeness, or like things were were at a certain level of of good or or purposeful or beneficial or whatever. There was a certain level that kind of exists. So healing seems like it's going from that absence to getting to that place. Um, and I feel like we're looking for healing now because we have this. When we have this pandemic, we have a lot of, you know, unrest for a number of different reasons. So, is there space to be on the other side of that? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I feel like, you know, a lot of the points that y'all have already made, where people are just over things. They have been feeling the feels for a long time. They don't know how to express themselves appropriately. They don't know what to do with themselves. So, they may be acting out of a higher, higher level of emotionality, which is not always the way to go um so i think that we can get to a place where that's no longer a thing um, yeah but i don't i don't know i mean getting back to let's say you know 15 20 years ago means that we're not in this space right now and i don't know how good
0: we were then if that makes sense good point good point sure um, enough you go on <laughs> very concise Um, uh, oh there's another topic i was thinking about but um it has escaped me i I apologize
1: um i think you're about to say how do we think we can get there
0: go for it yeah um
2: maybe i can maybe i I know i know know kwan's gonna say
1: no you (laughs)
2: don't
1: you don't even know no go ahead Kev.
2: because
0: you can how do we get there? Um and where is there, as, as you guys have already noted. Um I, I don't know not to use this slogan, I don't know when America was great, um, quote unquote. Um I I think we've had um gains in uh, maybe industry or, or gains in um the economy. Um we've had industrial revolutions and, and things of that nature. Um I'm not sure that people have always i don't i'm not sure that all the people have, have felt comfortable and happy and safe at the same time mm-hmm. um, So I, I don't know if that is a an achievable thing right I'm hopeful i'm an optimist um optimistic person but um, i i I would say it starts with understanding trying to understand your opponent and um and then going from opponents to at least associates um or or americans but americans in a sense of that i accept you you accept me we're in this country together and we're going to work together to make it as, as as good as we possibly can for for everybody um and, and maybe some of that is just addressing you know leading with class and dignity and respect um a a kindness and openness to to all, um, particularly those who are different from you, Um, and trying to listen to those who feel like they've been unheard, right? So I I think even during the Obama years where um, maybe minority voters, Democratic voters felt like we got a candidate that represents us, um, there are still people within those subsets of voters who felt that nothing changed or they felt that they still weren't heard their feelings weren't addressed. And on the other side, you know, it went to, all right, well, the gains coming out of the great recession were only in, um, the Northeast or only in, they were in non-traditional industries that, that adversely affected coal miners and, and, and those kind of workers and, and people who worked in the auto plants and things like that. The economic gains were, were given to people who weren't us. Right. So, um. So, t- is is it is it a sentiment change, right? Is it like kumbaya, and that's gonna make everybody feel better, or is it that we need a president who creates opportunities, and it's not really just the president; it's the economy and and you know the Fed and a whole bunch of people. Is it is it a, is it a flow of income that's gonna lift um the collective um spirit and make everybody feel like they're good and they're achieving and is that what gets us there? Or is it kind of, you know, there's that old saying, you can't make all the people happy all the time. So like, you got to choose, I think what path you go and, um, and and go from there. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I
1: brought it back. <laughs> all right. So I have this, um, incredibly, um, wild idea that I'm sure um we can go on and on about, but I'm gonna try our best not to do that. But I've had this thought that um we just need to start over. And I know that's messy. I know that's difficult. It takes a long time. But you're thinking about we're still going off a document that's like from the 18th century that we've made changes to and you know we said this doesn't apply. Da, da, da. But what if we just started over? What if we actually as a country came together and said, We need to redo this? Because now we have the internet. Like we have all these different things now yes, that are ma'am. different yes. than what we had back then. Like, why are we still going off of this when we when we can acknowledge that when it was created, it didn't account for uh minorities, didn't account for women, didn't account for certain ages. Like we know that. So why are we still going off this old playbook that the game has changed dramatically since then. Like, let's start it over. Now, I know that's wild because then that creates a whole nother level of uncertainty. But that could be the thing that we need at least now for future generations to actually get to that point where, like, this great American experiment, can it work? Maybe it could, but it is going to take, like, real actual, like, work on a couple generations part to like, actually make that happen. But, like,
2: that's cute. I mean, so uh, uh, and, and oh. I don't know if that was you looking to move in, but um, there's the, I think your idea there's I think there's oh. some value value to your idea. I think that is, however, predicated on the, the on everyone having the belief that it needs to be different. And I think that's the tough part. There needs to be buy in from everybody. And I think some people are like, oh, it's fine. It works for me. So if any broke, don't fix it. So we don't need to change anything because this is good. Why do I need to reinvent this thing? It's it's served me well and my family well for X amount of years, you know, generations and generations. So I don't think we it need to change it. So better,
1: though. I, That's-
0: I think yeah, I, I think what what I've heard that a lot lately and you know, I, I guess, you know, if you've if you've heard our intros or some of our earlier conversations, I I I'm probably the most cap. Captain America type patriotic liberal person at the same time. Um so I, I don't know that we're ever gonna get to a point where people are gonna turn their back on a constitution or a declaration of independence or things like that. Not here, right? Um I think amendments could happen. I think um maybe restating some of those terms could happen. Um but you know, the people that and this is real, you know, I have cousins who are in the military, um, people who have fought for this country live and die literally by that document. Like it, it, it's like they're guiding light. And I think that goes for multiple nationalities or races. Um, not yeah. nationalities, obviously we're talking about Americans but multiple races. So, um, yeah, I think that is a possibility. And like what Warren said, I agree with both of you guys actually, like um that is a, a possibility that maybe everyone does feel included in this for a change and that helps but then you're also gonna alienate um the people who feel like that's part of their fabric of who they are. So um I don't know, it's tough. You know, you, you you know then maybe maybe you head toward a like a Brexit kinda type of, type of situation like they had across the pond and um you know then you're talking civil war ish again, right? Like I you know, we're talking about healing, then that could be a rift that, you know, you have people who are constitutionalists and people who are, let's abolish the constitution. So, like, you know, I don't know if that gets us closer to where we want to be.
1: Well, so, so here's my thought about that, right? I don't know that anybody's truly, truly can really say they're constitutionalists if they're, you know, saying word, word for word line by line, because again, we've had amendments that have changed it. So, if you if you really feel like you're a true constitutionalist, then you truly feel that women shouldn't vote. You truly feel that minorities shouldn't vote. They don't have a right to vote. So you can't, like, you really can't be a true, like, I live and buy by this original document because the document has changed. So at a certain point, if you keep changing a document, at what point is it now just a new document? So why not just start a new document that's more reflective of, like, the current times we live in and not 1750, like...
2: Well, the current the current times are going to change every X, True. like every six Which months, every
1: – Which is why it should also be in the new document moving forward that this needs to be redone every so – every regular interval. Like who needs
0: to writes be the document?
1: I mean that's something we determine as a country.
2: Because again, founding fathers are the ones that did this one, and at this point yeah. it's just who are we putting in power to make this decision for – However many people in the United States, right, because I feel like that's that's i feel like that's even i feel like that's even bigger than than the power the president has to kind of say oh, we're going to write this document that's going to really dictate what everybody's life in this nation is
1: yeah, and then you yeah. can you can include information from the census like there's so many different things that we have at our disposal now as a as a country and as a nation to identify who we are and to actually tabulate like input of like who who are we and what can we be that we should actually like sit down and re-recraft this and like actually recreate like what america can be because part of part of the reason why we can never achieve that that goal of like this american experiment is because it was flawed when it was created and so it has grown and become this other thing now but we're still trying to abide by these rules that Have never allowed for its expansion in that manner
2: so i don't know that it was to argue sorry about so i don't know if it's so saying it's flawed is interesting because it was specifically written perfectly Mm -hmm. for that time yeah right Right. so so only now can we say it's flawed but but that's but that's perspective and, and but but in, and that's just kind of like and I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I think it's important to to not really say that it's it's flawed, but it's just not representative or indicative of the time, and maybe it's not representative of the current needs of the fe- the people that are impacted or influenced by it. I mean,
1: I mean look, even when they were like the founding fathers were having conflicts about how to actually do a lot of this shit, like they true. weren't even in agreement as to like
0: what well, they left like it. Like they left room for amendments i mean they they didn't right. have a lot of foresight when you think about it yeah and I, I i'll say i think if you think about the opening line or one of the opening lines um you know we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal if they say all people amendment right that is more inclusive and you start instead of dismantling the document you kind of updated to twenty twenty standards, right? Like you, you give it a, a creative edit. Um but um <laughs> I know we have we have gone on folks and, and if this is something that you guys enjoy, um, or if you want us to stick to uh something else, you know, we, we welcome all the feedback um as possible and uh you know we want to hear from you and uh you know let, let us know your thoughts. Ooh
2: oh wait <laughs> sorry to, speaking of feedback uh, no quan you wanna go for it? You, you go, ahead, want... go, ahead, go ahead.
3: Oh yes so speaking got of got feedback
2: um, speaking of feedback, if folks if, on the Anchor site, you can leave messages, so kind of to how you can leave us feedback, um, you can – on the podcast, in, in the main page of, of the site, you can leave a voice message to us that we will get listened to and likely shout you out on because that's dope if you if you you know mention us and, and say things to us. Um, but you can do it for the general site. You can do it to specific podcasts or specific conversations that we have. You will, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, need to create an account, which is an annoying piece to some. But, I mean, if you like what you're hearing, Kwan says, do it. And, I mean, I don't disagree. Or leave but, a
0: note on Instagram. But, right. so all, this, yeah. all this to say that
2: we will definitely take your feedback, and we'd love to hear from you if you have stuff you want to say. But there are a number of ways to do it, and we would be happy to – we are happy to encourage you to do it and support you when you're doing it. So, yes. All right. That was my feedback. Peace. Go ahead, Kev.
0: Uh, final thoughts on on election week <laughs> and uh, you know division healing the nation anything that we talked about today any any final thoughts to wrap it up for the listeners? All
2: I'm going quick, to quick. It's just no, be no, patient, no. go real
0: quick. Yep, you're right. Sorry,
2: you're right, Rio. Yeah, right.
3: No, no, yeah, mayor, just, no, just
2: brother Rio, just, you're right.
3: Just be patient, you know, allow the voting process to run its course you know we won't we won't know who you know the next commander in chief is for the next few days and we should be okay with that because this is the process that is that we're going through to you know elect a president let's not rush it let's not get impatient let's allow the process to take its course that's all i got chris I mean, kind of like real else just be
4: patient, stay safe, you know, um, it's crazy. Um, so stay safe, protect yourself, protect your family. Um, and at, at the end of the day, um, you know, as long as you voted and did your part, it's what it is, man. You got nothing to control over it, so that's all I got.
2: Warren. Okay, uh, I'll keep it short, so... You know, I have to qualify everything with, with length now, cause whatever. Um, so, stand behind what you're standing behind, right? Um, what you want to do, what you want to know, what you want to, what you want to kind of, kind of, you know, support and believe. Just, just, just get there, right? Like parties are going to be parties. It's going to be separation for different reasons. Um, know what you're doing. Know why you're doing it, and you
0: know, just do that in everything. No doubt. Kevin. Um, yeah, I'll echo those sentiments. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's uh an opportunity for change. Uh, hopefully, everybody exercises their right to vote. Um, you know, it's an important thing to do. And um, you know, hopefully, if you didn't have a chance to do it this year, you'll you'll do it again um, during the next election. But uh. A lot of people died for that opportunity. So, uh, you know, be thankful for it and exercise it. All
1: right, I got three Take things. Take us home, really Q. Here it is. So shout out um, to our person listening in Ireland. I don't know if that was a one-off or if you were a regular listener. Hey, you. thank you. Right, that's thank what's you. up. I hope you're listening now. Please don't judge our entire country by everything that's going on. We're, we're trying to do better. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you got some problems up there. We ain't going to say nothing now. We're here. Um, so that was one. Uh, two, shout out to everybody that voted. We almost got like 70% of the population that can vote voted. That's astounding. Turn up. Um, and echo everybody else's sentiment. Like, you know, it's a process. Be patient. I know, especially if you're a, a Philly fan, trust the process is something that you don't like hearing at all anymore. Um, but this is a different kind of process. We, we kind of In order to participate in it, we do have to wait some time. Um, With that being said, this has been another episode of the Fellas 5 Podcast. Remember, we are on email. Fellas 5. Warren, email us again. Fellas 5 Podcast. 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 I will give you the opportunity, Warren. (laughs) (laughs) Fellas 5
0: fellas five uh podcast on instagram on instagram
1: there it is chris what's the link i don't
0: know
1: i know Yay. That's, great. <laughs> that's it fellas um everybody have a great uh rest of the week. be safe Follow- bye bye everyone